I'm Logan Crawford, and right now on Spotlight, we're speaking with Kathleen C. White. She is a licensed mental health counselor and a licensed marriage and family therapist who has written a thought-provoking book called The Therapist, Stories About Parenting, Narcissists, Combat, Abuse, and Marriage. Her book is entertaining and informative, and it explores the challenges faced by those with mental illness and the people in their lives, as well as the vital role that therapy plays to put them on the path to recovery. We are delighted to have Kathleen join us today on Spotlight. Thank the team at Prime 7 Media for helping us put her in the spotlight today. And as wow. viewers like you to support writers like her by subscribing to our channel. Kathleen, so good to see you today. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Logan. I imagine you had a lot of material to work with for this book simply because you've got many, many years experience as a professional counselor and therapist. Yes, I've been practicing since 1991. So that's 31 years of stories in my head. <laughs> okay. Is there <laughs> one story you hear a lot? Is there one complaint you hear the most? Depression and anxiety are the two biggest things and they often go together. So we yeah. get a lot of people who actually are not sure if they're depressed and they come in and, and we make the diagnosis and talk and get them on medication and give them their lives back. Yeah. Some of the medications we have today, the SSRIs and so forth, are real game changers. They've, like you said, given people their lives back. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I... You know, I want to make the point, I spend some of a good deal of my time talking people into uh, trying medications because there's a lot of fear out there and uncertainty about them, but they are great. They are game changers, like you said. Mm. They will change people's lives. They will give people their lives back. Exactly, exactly. Um you talk about parenting, you talk about narcissists, combat abuse and marriage, obviously. Let's talk first in order. Let's. What are your thoughts about parenting and what advice do you have for parents in your book? Yes, parents. parenting is a, a hot topic. I find a lot of parents who come in and they are doing the wrong things or they're not doing anything, they're not a good team, they don't know what to do, they don't know whether to spank, they don't know how to use time out. Yeah. So there's a lot that they don't know. So my parenting chapter is the first chapter in my book because it is so important. And the communication skills that people use with their children, they can also use in their marriage. So that chapter will help people with their marriage as well. Right. And also, the if you're having friction with the other parent, you are also having friction then in your marriage. So there's a ripple effect and it can be quite destructive. Exactly. And the children pick up on that. Yeah. And if we are yelling at each other, our children are going to be yelling at us. Yeah. And we don't want that. We want good, smooth communication. Absolutely. Next up, narcissists. Now, narcissistic personalities tend to be people who put their feelings, their emotions, their rights above everyone else. 
Yes, they are the most important person in the room always. <laughs> and they tend to always get their way. They're very manipulative. They're very smooth talkers. And they often get into marriages that end in disaster uh, because they do become controlling and um, really detract from their partner's lives and their partners end up miserable. So if you can learn to spot a narcissist quickly, you will save yourself a lot of trouble, whether it's at home or work. Yeah, because narcissists tend to rise to the top as well in the workplace. Uh, because they will, you know, spare no expense in uh, climbing that ladder of success. What are yeah. some of the telltale signs that you've encountered a narcissist? Well, they're usually quite charming. Mm -hmm. So there's two types of people that are charming, narcissists and sociopaths. Right. So you want to really recognize that charm as a red flag. And I say, if you, if you, feel that magnetic pull towards a charming person, you need to be running the other way. What happens if someone's just charming? <laughs> well, I mean, that's possible. That's possible, <laughs> but they're not going to pour it on like a narcissist. Right. Well. That's the thing. A narcissist is using their charm and using their charisma, using their attraction to yes. as a means to an end. Yes, yeah. as a means to an end. And it's usually to get what they want, which might be you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And once they have you, you know, like you said, you're in trouble because narcissists are on the scale of personality disorders that escalate into, like you said, sociopaths, right? Uh, well, they're very similar. Yeah. Yes. Sociopaths seem like narcissists at first, but they're far more dangerous. Right. Um, and they'll, they'll get all your money before you even know it. A lot of it has to do with a lack of empathy, correct? Yes. Yes. Right. Both of those personalities tend to lack empathy. They really don't care how you feel or whether they hurt you. Um, it's not, it's not their problem. Right. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Combat yeah. is another subject. Combat. Okay. What, yes. what do you mean by combat? Well, I see a lot of veterans mm -hmm. and um, they all have their stories. And there's there's not a lot of similarities in their stories, except that they've lost friends um, to death in combat. Mm -hmm. And then they blame themselves. And uh, there's some great stories in my book that you won't find in any other books. So in that way, it's a historical book. Yeah. Um, and um, also veterans, I think we need to really still be paying attention to our veterans because they have a very much higher suicide rate than um, the rest of the population. If they have PTSD, they have an actually a 58% higher yeah. suicide rate than the general public. And they're also witnessing downsides of life that the average person couldn't even imagine. That's right. They have seen so much and they they all have nightmares. Um, some of them have flashbacks. 
They don't reintegrate into society or the family very well. They do need therapy to get their lives back. And even then it's a rough road in therapy. Mm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Abuse. Let's talk about that. Abuse. Yes, I have a chapter on domestic violence, mm -hmm. which uh, people don't realize, but therapists do save lives. Yeah. And recognizing domestic violence early can be a life-saving measure. It, if you read the chapter, it tells you just what you need to do to get away from the abusive person. It talks about what abuse is. People don't realize it can start out as simple shoving mm. or pushing um, the man or, or, or woman. It can be either one. Yeah pushes their victim down on the bed and then they roll off the bed and they just kind of think, oh, well, that wasn't that bad. Right. And then it always gets worse until there's, a, you know, a possible threat to the victim's life. So women are women are are tough when they're with an abusive person. They don't really want to leave. Uh, it's hard to leave. And the one reason that they leave is when they start to realize that their children are about, are about to be affected. Right. And then they'll leave. So yeah. as therapists, we know this and we help them try and think like that. Exactly. And I guess boundaries are what you have to look for. Pushing, shoving, anytime a boundary is broken, remember, it's probably going to escalate, probably going to get worse. So things yeah. have to be stopped as soon as you notice something is wrong. You yes, also write yeah. about marriage. Obviously, marriage is a tough chapter because these are difficult waters to navigate, right? Right, I have a lot of people that I see for marriage counseling. And when I ask them what they want to get out of counseling, it's always better communication. Mm. So we need to work on our communication. And there's a lot of tips and tricks that are in the book and, and that I can tell them in therapy. Um, most people, um, will flood their partner, uh, and then the partner shuts down and that leads to a fight. And sometimes fights can go on for days. Mm -hmm. People can stonewall and not talk to their partner. That's very destructive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, some things not to do, but more so focused on what to do in my book. Do you feel that many couples have the same fight over and over again? They do. They yeah. get stuck and, and they can't get closure on it. Right. So in therapy, I try and help them get closure on it, but it's tough. Sometimes it takes two or three sessions just to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And marriage counseling can be tough. I mean, it must be hard on you also. You're in there with two combative people, emotionally charged people at times, and each trying to convince you that I'm right, he's wrong. No, I'm right, she's wrong. Uh, it right. can be quite a volatile situation. It, it, it can be. Yeah. Um, and I make it as easy as possible. Sometimes they can't talk to each other. They just right. have to talk to me uh, yeah. first to kind of break that pattern. Right, right. Amazing. This is an amazing book. You've covered such wonderful ground. It's helpful to so many people. What did inspire you to write it? Well, a patient challenged me to write the book because she mm. liked what I said. And I actually had a childhood dream of writing a book. I just never got around to it. Right. 
Right. So once I started writing, it just flowed out and came naturally. And I really enjoyed writing the book. Wonderful. Well, we're glad you did. It is called The Therapist Stories About Parenting, Narcissism, yes, Combat, yep. Abuse, and Marriage. And there it is right on your screen right now. Kathleen is holding up the cover. Kathleen, thank you so much for joining us here today on Spotlight. Thank you for having me, Logan. Have a wonderful day. Same to you and to the folks at home. I'm Logan Crawford, thanking you for your time this time until next time on Spotlight.